But tomorrow, man, it's like a holiday for Bears fans. You get it twice a year. We got to win. Only this time. I'm confident, bro. I, I see some coming tomorrow. All right. Hello and good morning, people, and welcome to the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast. Thank you for tuning in with us this morning as we conversate about the latest sports topics that has taken place from this past week and will be upcoming this week. It is always a blast to have you all tune in and participate with us every weekend. As a reminder that every week we always like to begin our podcast by reminding our audience that the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast can be found on Facebook via the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast page. On Spotify as the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast, YouTube as the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast, Apple Podcasts, or any various places where you can find your various podcasts, as well as on Facebook pages via Brandon Price and Jamar Goodman. Today is October 16th, 2021, and we have yet again seen an interesting week in the sports world, where we've seen the John Gruden situation, my brother, hit the surface. The Chicago Sky, now in the WNBA Finals, brother, and has taken a 2-0 lead with a dominant, dominant performance last night. Um, Chris Ford would be happy, bro. Dana Evans showed up last night um, and got real hot. Um, But that is outside of, of course, you know, the normal starters doing that thing. Um, They had to cheat his Jamar game, too, in order to even make it a game, you know, four. And so um, the referees in Phoenix for me were very, very questionable. Um, a lot of things was very questionable that night, but, you know, they outworked this guy. So, I, you know, I guess that's the reason why they won. Um, the Chicago White Sox uh, now eliminated, man, from the MLB playoffs and leaving uh, many lingering questions uh, for the Southsiders. Um, Tony La Russa, man, going out to the mound and arguing and trying to extend the game was funny as hell to me. But, um, you know, it, it was like it was like for me, bro, like Tony, like this is part of the reason why some people are where they are with you. And so um, it was it was it was very extra. But I mean, I guess he went out on his terms. Um, he has been extended, by the way. So that is good news for you, Jamar Goodman. And uh, lastly, number 11, Kentucky. Uh, yes, the Kentucky Wildcats. Facing off against the newly number one ranked Georgia Borg, the Bulldogs, in a pivotal, pivotal SEC showdown. And so with that being said, introducing my brother from another mother, Mr. Jamar Goodman. Good morning. How are you, sir? Good morning. I'm well. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Yes, sir. Uh, another Saturday. All right. So let's get right into it, bro. Let's uh, get into it. We got a few things to cover today. Uh, let's start with this John Gruden situation. Uh, with our first and foremost. And so with our first and foremost, we know that he first resigned and then next presumed as being fired by the Las Vegas Raiders. And I'm sitting there like, damn, why did he resign, bro? Like, I mean, I know like it was, you know, an email, but for me, Jamar was like, it's one email. What are you resigning for but email? You know, like this was 10 years ago. Like, is it even that much of a big deal? Like, you know, people have their emotions and feelings and stuff, but you resign over an email. But then later on, a few days later, the New York Times, they just said, hey, <laughs> basically it's Sunday. All right. We got to wait till Monday, hit, you know, because we can't put nothing out really necessarily on Sunday. So let them play that game and we're going to put this out on Monday morning. 
And as soon as Monday morning hits, you get a whole bunch of stuff that happened from 2011 to 2018, bashing various communities, man, from Colin Kaepernick to um, black, I mean, racism, talking about blacks, um, the LGBT community. He mentioned Michael Sam, a lot of sexism and uh, pornographic stuff going on in emails. And this is emails, bro. Like, I mean, how stupid could you be? But his true feelings came out. His true feelings really hit the surface, bro. And so I'm just curious, man, on your thoughts from John Gruden. And are you surprised by any of this behavior from John Gruden? Mm-mm-mm. Oh, man. Crazy. There's a lot to unpack here, man. Oh, man. All right. First and foremost, the man wasn't even in the NFL at the time. He was working for ESPN. Right. So that that's just one thing that I'm just like. Wow. But, I mean, you know, in this day and age, you can't get away with that stuff at all. At <laughs> all. Um, hey, man, Ke- Keyshawn Johnson, who was a former player, he has called him a fraud. He said he was a fraud yeah. the whole time. Um, I heard, you know, because you know, the first reports came out, what was it, Saturday night or early Sunday morning type deal, right before they, they played us. Yeah. And, and I heard that, like, it was many different opinions within the locker room from, mm. you know, maybe I think they said a black player came, came over and like, like, you know, accept the apology and hug them. But then there was still a lot of other people that was like, uh, is he really this way? Like there was a lot of question marks and maybe that helped us win that game. Who knows? Cause I just know we dominate here anyway. Right. But when you, it's funny cause uh, you know, I haven't watched the Dave Chappelle special yet, but a lot of people are pointing out to, I guess what he said, in that special to where, you know, you, you know, if, if it's something like, you know, racist towards blacks, you know, they'll like kind of sweep it on the rug. And when you start talking about, you know, the LBGT community and stuff like that, then, then it gets way out of hand. And that's what it felt like. Cause initially the initial email came out as, you know, he, he said, uh, basically, buddy got big lips, rubber lips, whatever you want to call it. Right. The Morris Smith. Yeah. Yeah, that was the first thing that came out. And it was like, okay, like, and then all of a sudden you hear that he called Roger, uh, Commissioner Goodell, you know, something way out of bounds and came at the whole community. And then at that point, that's when, you know, it really started to blow up. It really blew up when he came in Michael Sam. He stated that queers uh, shouldn't Mm -hmm. play in the NFL. Yeah. And so it, it went, it, it snowballed effect. It, it blew up big time. And then, you know, females shouldn't be referees. And... Right. Right. That's what I meant by sexism. Yep. And, and then at that point, it, it, you just kind of had the feeling that the writing was on the wall. And when you have owner Mike Davis uh, fly out and headhunt for this man to have a conversation with him for two hours. I, I really feel like it was like either you resign gracefully or we we were canning you type deal at right. the moment. And, and Bro, I think part of me, man, was like he knew what he did, and so yep. that's why he resigned prior to all the stuff coming out. We didn't know exactly, that. exactly. <laughs> I and it and it's crazy because this is all stemming from that investigation with the football team. From all the accusations, there it just—it's yep. it, it just not a good look for the NFL. It, it's not. 
I mean, I tell you what, bro, it should be a warning sign for all coaches. Go check your damn emails. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, and be very careful of what you put out there. Like, this is a, a technology, a technological age. And so, really, I mean, it's the same in corporate America, bro. Like, if we put certain things out there, we gotta be cognizant that people might be looking at that stuff, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like they can look That's at a, that stuff. It's it's a paper trail. Just a digital mm-hmm. paper trail. That's all it is. And so, dude, somebody, dude, I, I saw this meme, and it, it's funny, not funny. They said uh, Jerry Jones' email is probably the script to Django. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's hilarious, but I mean, maybe. <laughs> but, but man, uh, no, this this is wild. This is wild, bro. Yeah, man, and, and it, it's it's just a reminder, like. I wonder how many other coaches Jamar like has did the same thing. You know what I'm saying? And, and they probably trying their best to cover their tracks and be careful and be like, damn, like, um, let me go recant some stuff. Or let me just, you know, try to be very careful what I put out there. It's sad because it's something from the past, bro, that happened. But the sad part about it is the things that he said that were really, really strong towards people of various communities and you just can't expect for that to go through like you know I wonder if Bill Belichick ever did it I wonder if any other coaches ever did it you know like politics sometimes is strong it is and if a person got the power to get you going they'll do it and so maybe John Gruden was being targeted by a power that be or somebody that has some beef with him which would, wouldn't surprise me. He seems like he's that type of person that might be in tour with somebody. And so it might be a person of power that be that, you know, did this. Because I know for sure, Jamar, that it's other coaches, it's other people that right. have said these things. I but just, so, they something got the just, on John, so. Right, something just clicked in my head. Maybe there's a connection here, maybe not. But didn't his brother used to work for that organization? I'm pretty sure his brother was an offensive yeah. coordinator. Mm-hmm. Jay Gruden. Yep. So, so I, I know there's a whole can of worms. With and that his brother was the head coach of the Washington football team. So they, maybe, may, I don't know. I don't know if there's a connection or not, but it just it just clicked in my head at that point. And it's Antonio Brown. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, then, then Antonio Brown calling races before on his way out. Then, mm-hmm. And people thought he was crazy. Yep, they sure did, bro. So, mm. just, they just, sure did. And could it be that through that trail of Jay Gruden and John Gruden that somehow they were copper copied on emails or something? I'm sure Jay Gruden knew this too. Had to. He had to. Bruce Allen, that was a part of the Washington football team organization for various years. You know, it had to be a connection there, you know? So you got all these individuals connected. And so there had to be some type of connection there. And so, um, Watch your emails, folks. Be careful what you put out there. This is a new age of technology, and a paper trail can be found on you in various ways. Even employers now, bro. Like, if you're going for a certain job, like, they can literally take a look at your paper trail. You know what I'm saying? And be like, okay. Yeah. They they, they would check your social media, like, for real. They, They would check that social media for sure. So, um. 
I was feeling bad for John Groom, but not no more after I heard what he said. Just be careful, man, what you put out there. All right, bro. Uh, let's get into our NFL power rankings. Um, let's go ahead, Jamar, and let's begin with you. Um, as stated, briefly mentioned, um, your four and five, and then you can highlight your top three. So give us your uh, top five, bro. All right. Top five entering this week. I know we had a game Thursday, but I had my list done before then. Number mm-hmm. five, it hasn't changed. It's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're just handling business. Injury after injury, they still come out there and just they're doing their thing. Number four, it hasn't changed. Los Angeles Chargers, they're handling business. But I can't wait for the game that they play tomorrow. That's that's going to be a good one. Good that's going to yeah. be a good one. Because the team that they playing, they're probably going to sneak into my top five next week if they win, for real. Uh, they're already in my top five. I, I don't have any problem with that whatsoever. They're balling. <laughs> All right. Number three hasn't changed. The Los Angeles Rams. They're still that dominant team. They are still a Super Bowl contender with, with your boy at quarterback, man. I'll leave you alone after that one. Uh, no, matter of fact, yeah, yeah. So, actually, no. I had the Rams at two last week. I dropped them down to three. Number two, I got the Buffalo Bills. They look like the best team to me in the whole AFC. I know the playoffs started right now. It'll be the Chargers, I guess, for conference record or tiebreaker purposes. But I feel like the Buffalo Bills are the best team because their defense has stepped up. This is the defense that, you know, two years ago was playing really well last year. It, you know, teetered a little bit. But they look like they are in prime form. That mm-hmm. offense is clicking on all cylinders. Josh Allen is playing out of his mind. That man went in the arrowhead and just dominated the Chiefs. At that point, I was like, they cannot be ignored. Anybody that, like, you know, wasn't sure on Buffalo for them to go in the arrowhead after what they did to them in the playoffs last year and to dominate that game the way they did from start mm-hmm. to finish. They, they have all the respect to everybody, I would feel like, at this point. And number one, I have the Cardinals. Uh, look, the only undefeated team left in the league. Yesterday, they traded for Zach Ertz. I mean, this team got weapons on weapons. Defense is actually playing good enough. I mean, look, as long as their defense plays average, if they play middle of the pack with their defense and the way their offense is set up, I mean, they can actually make a run, a real run. I know – we consider, you know, the Bucks, the Packers, even the Cowboys, the Rams, like legit, legit Super Bowl contenders. And, you know, some people might still be waffly on the Cardinals. And I get that. But they get the number one seed. Their defense plays average at best with that offense. I mean, it might it might create some wrinkles out there. You Like somebody's like, you know, sports books might be in trouble. But that's my top five. Cardinals, Bills, Rams, Chargers and Bucks. Mm hmm. Yep. Honorable mention of Ravens. Yep, yep, yep. Hey, good morning. Good morning, my brother. Good morning, Deshaun. Um, say, Diggs haven't even got it going yet. Scary. So, um, yeah, in regards to your bills, um, Deshaun is right there on the boat. Uh, for me, man, I got actually the Ravens in my top five, bro. After seeing what they did this past week, now don't get me wrong, it was the Indianapolis Colts. Um, but at the same token, 
what they did and how they did it in regards to being down in that deficit, Jamar. Um, for me, man, I, I, you know, I know this man got an MVP before, but the way Lamar Jackson is playing, bro, the way he is throwing the ball, the way he is extending plays, the way he is leading his team and his franchise, um, this guy looks like a serious MVP candidate. It looks like he's going to be somewhere in the top three, possibly for MVP candidate. Although all five of my teams are serious MVP candidates outside of, I don't have the Rams. I don't have them on my top five this week, but another candidate will be there. Um, and Matthew Stafford, uh, but I got the Ravens, man. They, um, you know, have been very exciting on the offensive end of the ball. Um, you know, special teams, they've been fantastic. Calais Campbell playing his butt off, um, you know, Darnell McPhee, all these old cats, man, for the defensive line for the Baltimore Ravens have been showing up, Jamar, um, outside of, of course, what they've been doing offensively. So uh, this team, man, looks unstoppable, um, and they can score with the best of anybody. Uh, Lamar Jackson, man, um, is the absolute truth. So I got the Ravens in my top five. Uh, but this will change, world, because – they are playing my number four team, which is the Los Angeles Chargers. And the Los Angeles Chargers at the moment, man, they are this offense, Jamar, and Justin Herbert are who we thought they were. You know, we've we seen this team coming, and they are here now. They have arrived indeed. Um, you know, playing against Cleveland last week, they were at times looking like they were going to lose that game. But, you know, Justin Herbert willed this team. Um his quarterback play has been fantastic. Um, I know he might not be given much MVP consideration, but if he continue on the boat that he's been on, he could be a serious MVP candidate as well. Um, and so I got the LA Chargers after a very convincing win over um, the Cleveland Browns, which, you know, in my opinion, yes, is still a very good football team. They're three and two, but they've lost to the Chiefs and the Chargers, both in shootouts. And so they're, they're, they're you know, um, Offense is not that, you know, I'm talking with Cleveland. Their offense is not necessarily um, the greatest in regards to pass catch, but they can just impose their will. And the running backs and everybody did their thing. Uh, but the Chargers, man, to beat them the way they did, um, it's showing me that this Chargers team might actually be a legit contender, man. At least at the moment, it appears to be that way. Um, number three, the Buccaneers. Um, the Bucks, man, like weapons, just weapons. You know, Marquise Godwin, Antonio Brown, uh, Jamar. I don't know if you noticed, man. Leonard Fournette is kind of looking like the Jacksonville Leonard Fournette. He's looking like the LSU Leonard Fournette out there. Um, he is imposing his will and looking like the running back that was drafted high. You know, like in the NFL draft. Like, um, you know, for me, it, it kind of looks as if Jacksonville kind of made a mistake, but it's Jacksonville. And so um, Leonard Fournette, Tom Brady, man, um, you know, you know who the Bucs are. You know, we, we expect this team to be around somewhere at the end of the year. Um, and Tom Brady, you know, he, he gets up for big games. Um, I, I think even, you know, Thursday, bro, they were bored. Like if they had to turn things really on, I have no doubt that the Bucs will do that. And, um, of course, when we know playoff time come with Tom Brady, um, whoever they play, they're they going to be sweating pipes because they know they never got to play Tom Brady. So um, as long as the Bucs keep winning, man, um, they'll be in my top five. I had to drop the charges, man. 
Um, we'll talk about the team that they lost to shortly. But number two, Jamar, I actually got the Cardinals. Um, and the reason why I got the Cardinals number two is I wasn't necessarily persuaded as much by that previous victory. Um, it did kind of show me some promise on defense, which is good, but, you know, it was to an opponent that was less than average. Um, but they still got the W. Um, it shows that this is a different team than previous years. Generally, the Cardinals of the past would have dropped that game. They would have found a way to lose that game, but they found a way to actually win that game. And so for me, that was awesome to see. And so I'm going to keep them in my top two because they are undefeated. But the best team in the NFL for me right now, bro, is the Buffalo Bills. Um, and it's because of what they did in Arrowhead. It's how they did it in Arrowhead. It's how they decent defense have been playing um, since week one. Um, a lot of people argue that the Bills should have won that first game against the Steelers, but it was only the first game. It's fine. Um, this defense, man, is the best defense in the NFL for me. Um, they find ways to get various turnovers. That secondary is not no punks. Um, in an NFL league where we are so pass-heavy and quarterback-reliant, this Bills defense is a block. They are ready for you on the back end, but they're ready for you on the front end. They have fantastic, fast linebackers um, that will hit you, that will find ways to harass various receivers. These guys got linebackers that can run with receivers, Jamar. That's telling you something. And, and let's not even mention what they do on the offensive end. Um, and, and like Deshaun said, my boy Stefan Diggs haven't even really found his way yet, but that shows you just how deep the Bills are, because I know when it really matters, Stefan Diggs will be around. I can assure you of that. And so the way this defense is playing, they got one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Their, their, their running backs are elusive, explosive. Their defense is fast. Um, they are, you know, great head coach. Um, the Buffalo Bills right now for me is the best team in football, and I put them above the Cardinals because that defense has been just hellacious. And so um, that's my top five, bro. Ravens, Chargers, Bucks, Cardinals, and the Bills. Gotcha. The only, yes. the only reason I, I was like, I want to put the Ravens in there. The only reason why I haven't is uh, how they put themselves in, in, in deficits and then just somehow find ways to win. Like, I'm not, not even just Monday night, you know, against the Colts last week, but uh, that Lions game, that's still stuck in my head. Like, fourth and 19, they somehow converted that, and then Justin Tucker happens to hit uh, the NFL record 66-yard field goal mm -hmm. against the Lions. That's the only thing. Other than that, I'm, I'm pretty sure they win this week. They're, I, I can't deny them. Right. Mm -hmm. Good point, man. I see your point. All right. So let's now uh, play a uh, part of our segment, Jamar, of every week, man, we do college. We do the NFL. We do this segment of called Who You Got. And so uh, let's begin with uh, college football. And so we got 12 Oklahoma State at 25 Texas. And so I don't know if you remember last week watching the game um, between Oklahoma and Texas. Um, in the beginning of the game, they had their starting quarterback in, Spencer Rattler or something like that his name is, and um, he was terrible. He has been pretty average for an Oklahoma quarterback, 
They have not really scored much points, haven't did much of anything, man. Um, and so they were getting blown out against Texas. But they put in another quarterback, and I can't remember the kid's name, and he led them to a victory. Um, it is even now, Jamar, to where that same kid has been named the starter, and they've moved this other guy who was supposed to be a Heisman candidate. He's no longer starting now. And so um, 12 Oklahoma State at 25 Texas. And so Texas dropped this game, um, but they're going up against Oklahoma State. Um, 12 Oklahoma State at 25 Texas, however. And so just curious, man, um, who you got for this game? I am going to take – I'm going to take Oklahoma State. I'm, I'm going to take Oklahoma State. Yeah, the way that they – the Texas lost that game, oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know. They could psychologically recover from that one right now. I got Oklahoma State. If they recover, man, it'll be very impressive. Um, you know, nice. to recover from that, um, and that way they'll stay ranked. Um, but if they lose, they drop out of the top twenty-five, and pretty much that season is in the in the toilet. And so, um, I'm gonna go to Oklahoma State, though, man. Um, you know, seeing their defense, Texas. They they can't stop us. They can't stop a park car, Jamar. And so that ain't a good sign. Oklahoma State got one of the top quarterbacks in the country as well and one of the top running backs. Both of these guys will go first and second round probably, maybe first three rounds. And so um, a lot of talent on that offensive side for Oklahoma State. Um, they uh, have come out of nowhere, and they're ranked number 12. Um, they They are, you know – one of the undefeated teams, and they ball out. They are a team that's definitely on the right trend. And so I'm going to go with Oklahoma State here. Uh, number 11, Kentucky at number one, Georgia. Who you got? I mean, Kentucky's been pretty impressive this year. I, like, I didn't they've been, see. They've been very impressive, haven't they? Yeah, I didn't see this coming whatsoever. I know I only know one true Kentucky, like, diehard fan and – He's saying that this this might be the year for them. Mm-hmm. However, however, look, I'm not picking against Georgia. I honestly feel like even if Alabama didn't lose last week, I, I still, in, in the back of my head, feel like Georgia can beat Alabama. So I know they play later on this year, but I'm not going against Georgia right now. I'm not doing it. I refuse. Gotcha. Um, for me, man, I'm going to uh, go uh, with Georgia as well. Um Kentucky is undefeated as well. They have come out of nowhere, like Oklahoma State. Both of these teams, bro, their trends are, like, pointing up their stock. And so um, – but it's number one Georgia, and it's at Georgia. Um, they got one of the best defenses in the country, if not the best defense. I, in the I think – yeah. Right. I think, I think so. If not the best defense in the entire country. Um, and so – to pick against them, uh, it wouldn't be wise. If Kentucky wins, it's going to raise a lot of eyebrows. Well, we're going to be like, all right, let's put Bro. Kentucky somewhere near the top five. Yeah, you know? if Kentucky wins, it will blow up the whole playoff format right now. Yep, absolutely. It sure will. And so be, look, be on the lookout for this game. Um, it's an upset, man. It could be uh, very interesting. And so, all right, other notable games we got, brother. Um, mm-hmm. Alabama State at Jackson State. And so Jackson State last week had a big game, of which a lot of people felt it was going to be a great offensive showing of two great quarterbacks. 
Uh, but Shador Sanders, um, who is the son of uh, Deion Sanders, as you know, Jamar, mm-hmm. um, showed out last week, balled out, man. They blew out Alabama A&M 61-14. And um, right now they are 4-1. The only game they lost was to an FCS team by three points. So Jackson State, if they won that game, you could be really impressed with maybe 5-0 and uh, before HBCU. Um, to lose to that school the way they did, it was damn impressive, Jamar. So um, they fall one and they play against Alabama State. And so uh, we'll keep an eye on that game. Um, another notable game, man, as well as Purdue. Three and two, bro, at number two, Iowa. And so I just want to put that on the radar. Um, just to put that out there. And so if um, Purdue pulls out an upset, man, that will be epic. That will be totally epic, although it, it might not happen. But I'm still going to put it out there. <laughs> Boiler down. Boiler down. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see, man. Uh, but want to put it out there because um, it's, it's against two Iowa and Purdue got to win a record at this time. It's a miracle. All right. Um, let's now, bro, get into our NFL Week 6 picks. And so um, I will go ahead and share the screen. Um, we got some things to uncover. And people that's watching, please uh, please participate with us. Yep. I'll post your picks as well. Appreciate that, definitely. We both right, picked the are. Bucks according to our uh, poll. So yes, we all picked the Bucks. Thank you for that. Yep. And so um last week record. Um that's one thing we should start covering. Um, do you remember your record last week? You know what? Give me a second. I do I did uh have the results here. Let me just tally them up real quick. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, in between you um, you know, picking up the results from last week, mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna begin with the Dolphins and Jaguars. And so somebody got to win this game. And the only thing I think of, Jamar, when I look at the Jaguars, bro, all I think of is headlines, storylines. And so, um, of course, Herbert Meyer is going to do what he can to not, you know, use his two fingers um, and stay out of that trouble. But um, on the other end, um, he's losing football games. And so I'm just saying, Jamar, if he goes 0-6, and he loses against the Dolphins, in which Jacoby Brissett is the quarterback. Um, this could turn very interesting. But then again, a lot of people might say he ain't going nowhere. This is a white man privilege. You know, he's just been brought in. They'll bring up, you know, he got to take time to get things together, rookie quarterback, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so uh, whatever. But um, they lose to the Dolphins. And if they get blew out, it's going to be really, really interesting. Um but I tell you what, I'm going to go with the Dolphins um, because the Jaguars, um, they are the Jaguars right now. Um, is it a way they can pull this out? Yeah, they're at home. You know, Miami's equally as bad. They won in four. Hey, you know. one, one thing to point out, they are in London. Okay, they are in London. Okay, so thank you for that neutral field. So this is a neutral field. So this could, you know, possibly be anybody's game. But um, I'm going to go with the Dolphins, man, because the way the Jaguars are playing, I just – the Jaguars are playing terrible right now against everybody. So I'm going to go with the Jags. I feel you on that. Before I get into my pick last week, 
you look very impressive. You got 11 right last week. So and, 11 and five last week. Yep. And I was right. Uh, I was nine and seven. So definitely good job when you're in. Okay, appreciate it. And I know we had Anthony that did some picks too last week. Ah, uh, yeah, he did want to. But mm, we don't have to, you know. Anthony, he got, um, he got eleven as well. Okay, so Anthony was eleven and five as well. So Anthony, you were eleven and five last week, ma'am. Um, I'll make sure I let him know. Uh, all right, bro. So who you got, man, for the? <laughs> Could the Jaguars go ahead and get that first win? Tomorrow would be a grand opportunity. It would be. And they, you know, Jags are the, like the most team that the NFL has sent over to, to, to London. Yeah, they, they always they, over there. They have a fan base over there. So mm-hmm. why, why does the NFL always send garbage teams over there with losing records? I don't get it. But <laughs> um, look, two is back. I know Urban Meyer is extremely happy that his name is not in the headlines as opposed to John Gruden right now. So I know he's happy. He can breathe for a second. Uh, Look, it's like both these teams are underwhelming. I mean, Jags, we are who they thought they were trash the whole time. Dolphins, we are very disappointed in you. But I mean, this can be a prime opportunity for the Dolphins to, to, you know, turn, try to turn things around here. Uh, no Devontae Parker, but Jalen Waddle is explosive. Jazz can't cover, can't even cover a bid right now. So I'm, I'm going Dolphins, man. <laughs> can't cover a bid. <laughs> yeah, man, the Jags are terrible. Um, I didn't know that um, Tua Tamagaloa was coming back. And this is shocking, man. To see Miami 1-4, like, jeez. You know, like, they would have just won one of those games. They'd be 2-3, and three, like, you know, and have a prime opportunity to get back to 500. Um, but it's really, really good. I know Dolphin fans are happy, man, because, um, you know, you lose your starting quarterback, like, you know, that's important. But the way they look, Jamar, like, they look just like they lost their starting quarterback and everything else just went down the tank with it. And so, yeah. like, um, that's that's the surprising part for me. I was expecting them to at least win something, you feel me? Like, without, you know – because I thought they had the one of the best well-rounded teams. Right. You know, from a defensive I mean, end, from special I, teams. I guess them losing Fitz Magic, I mean, I guess that did it, man. Even when they took him out last year and they inserted two as a starter, that team, that offense did not function the same either. So I think mm-hmm. it was Fitzpatrick. Probably. Probably, man. We'll see. Yeah. Um, as the time go on, this question will be answered for sure. Um, the Bengals at the Detroit Lions, man. Um, Matt Campbell, man, you know, cried at the press conference last week, Jamar. Um, they've been losing a lot of tight games, games that they could have and should have won, but they, they, they've dropped them. Um, Detroit Lions, man, what can I say? But they are at home against the Bengals. Um, I'm tempted on this one, bro. Who you got, man? <laughs> Man, the Lions, I feel like the Lions should have won last week, right? They 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 yeah, had they should have won against Baltimore. They, they like they, they should have won, won, ball- won. Like, like <laughs> I don't know what's going on here, but I don't look. They they don't have anybody to cover Jamar Chase. A beautiful name, by the way. They don't have anybody to cover that man. I think Joe Joe Mixon is healthy. Or I. I 
there's no way I can pick the Lions in this one, home or not. I got the Bengals. Yeah, I'm 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 tempted, but nah. You know, now that the picks count, bro. No, I'm not gonna go with the Lions. Um, I would make a lot of picks out of emotion because the picks didn't count, but nah. I'm gonna go with the Bengals too, man. Jamar Chase and this Joe Burrow connection, bro. Like Jamar Chase, bombs. Good lord, this kid can ball out, man. Um, you know, Higgins is another baller, man. Like they got some weapons in Cincinnati for sure. And so um, I'm gonna go with the Bengals as well. Um, do the Chiefs bounce back tomorrow, man, at the football team? I think so. Yeah, I, I, I believe so. And that's more so to do with how bad the football team's secondary is. I mean, that could be a, a – I don't, I don't see the Chiefs, like, blowing them out per se, but I do see the Chiefs doing doing enough, doing enough to probably win by a touchdown or so. Like, I, I – Look, I understand that two and three, and I understand that the Bills came in and, you know, whooped that behind. But outside of that game, they didn't really lose the game. They gave away the games. They really mm-hmm. lost that game last week. I, I, look, I, if they lose this game, you can hit all the red flags and alarms on this one. I, I got sure. Kansas City. Damn, wait, you, man. Um, they lose tomorrow. It's going to be a lot of red flags in Kansas City come Monday. It's going to be some headlines. Um, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs, man. Patrick Mahomes is playing, and so um, they lose this game. Yeah, it's gonna be some serious questions. So I, I find no reason to pick against the Chiefs, um, other than their defense. Um, and so you know, if they let Tyler Higby come in, bro, and look like a Pro Bowler tomorrow, then yeah, it's gonna be some serious questions for real. So I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. Um, Texas at the Colts. Uh, for me, man, this one shouldn't be that hard. I know. I'm just, I'm just giving Colts fans some slack real quick. Uh, I'm picking the Colts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. The uh, Davis Mills out there looks like um, the second coming of um, Ben DiNucci. and so. Um, <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, yes, man. man. David Mills out there is looking like the second coming to Ben DiNucci, man. And so um, Carson Wentz is back. You know, they had a heartbreaker last week. Um, another team that's been on the cusp a few weeks, the Colts. Um, but I think they get their chance to bounce back, especially being at home tomorrow. I think the Colts win this one. And um, I'm going to be surprised if the Colts come out angry, man, from last week, Jamar, and just put a pound in on the Texans, you know? Right. And also, T.Y. Hilton is back. I don't Uh-oh. know. I don't know what their secondary looking like. They might have some guys from from Walmart playing secondary, but <laughs> T.Y. Hilton is back. Gotcha. Yeah, man. So um, the Colts, I think they come back angry, ticked off tomorrow. Um, the Rams at the Giants. Man, this is this is tough, man. This is tough. No. Really? <laughs> I got the Rams all day. <laughs> Action. Yeah, man. I'm going to go with the Rams as well. Um, Saquon Barkley's out now, right? Um, and is Daniel Jones, is he possibly out as well? Because I know he got hurt last week too. No, he he's playing. Saquon's listed at doubtful, but you might as well just count him out. 
their wide receivers, I don't know. I think they're still up in the air between all four of them, uh, mm-hmm. which is Tony, uh, Galladay, Slayton, and uh, Shepard. So right. we'll see. Yeah. All right. Um, but, yeah, the Rams, too many weapons world. Um, I'm going to go with the Rams. Charges at the Ravens, man. It's like a good one right here, man. Who you Ooh. got? Whew. All right, so I know I said what I said about the Ravens and, you know, them putting themselves in predicaments and stuff. But I also just witnessed the Chargers, even though they won, give up 42 points last week. Mm-hmm. I, like, I know the Chargers have playmakers on both sides of the ball. They really do. But, I mean, they're, they're, they, they, let, they give up a lot of points, man. Not even just last week, but prior weeks. I'm going mm-hmm. with Baltimore. At home. Yeah, man, I'm with you. Um, I'm going to go with Baltimore as well. I do expect the Chargers defense to be amped up because they see Lamar Jackson, you know, and them seeing Lamar Jackson will make them play a lot harder, um, you know, make them try to blitz a little more, things like that, you know, to try to make him uncomfortable, make him throw the ball more. Um, and so that that's a big thing in tomorrow's game. Um, if Lamar can do that, I think the Ravens definitely win. So I think he will. Um, he has been throwing the ball um, a lot better this season. Um, not to mention they are at home, which is a great home field in Baltimore. And so um, I'm going to go with the Ravens on a, a chilly day tomorrow um, to take care of the Chargers um, because I don't believe in that defense, man. That defense is um, just suspect right now. And Justin Herbert's doing a lot of the work. Don't get me wrong, though, Jamar. This will be a good football game, a very entertaining one. Could be a shootout, man, because great quarterbacks show up. And so, um, you know, I don't know if the uh, Justin Herbert goes out and have a bad day. I think he's that good to where it's going to be really hard going forward, bro, to make him have a bad day. You feel me? But, um, you know, yeah, tomorrow I think it's a very good entertaining football game, and it's going to be what a lot of people expected it to be. Um, good old um, Wild West football. And one, one thing to point out, uh, Sammy Watkins is out, but their first-round pick, Rashad Bateman, at wide receiver, is making his debut. All right. Great. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Packers at the Bears. Who you got, bro? Look, I, I've been talking to my coworker about this game all week because he, he's a diehard Bears fan, too. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like we, we actually have a, a legitimate chance here. We I really, so really Sound crazy, don't it? It, it? Especially, you know, a few weeks ago, it really sounded crazy, right? Um, look, after watching last week's game, the not not even our game, but but how the Packers played, they it really feel like they are a, a one like a two two weapon show outside of Aaron Rodgers, which is Devontae Adams, obviously, and, and Aaron Jones. Outside yep. of that. Like I, they don't really have anything that I'm really, like really scared of. I, I, I mean, I don't imagine um, uh, decide putting fuck, uh, freaking uh, Trevathan on a MVS in a slot and getting burnt like like uh, Pagano did last year. I don't, I don't expect that to happen. Um, Jalen Johnson been playing out of his mind, out of his mind. Um, and we actually have an identity on offense. We, we run the ball. We run the ball really well. 
Mm-hmm. And Justin Fields might be a little bit. He might be unlocked tomorrow. He, he just might be because he hasn't been unlocked. He might be unlocked. Um, mm-hmm. But that all that being said, I'm taking – no, I'm taking the Bears. I'm taking our Bears, man. Bears. All right, man. Yeah. Um, in regards to the Packers, they have not been all that impressive. You're right. They're a lot better at home, but they're questionable on the road, right, Jamar? Um, mm-hmm. You know, got whooped against the Saints on the road. Uh, have multiple opportunities to lose on the road against the uh, Cincinnati Bengals, which we took care of at home very um, influently, um, if that's a word. Um, I think the Bears go out and they shock people tomorrow. Um, the Bears are getting better, Jamar. I see this. You know, they're getting better week by week, seem like. And um, maybe it's because of the play of Justin Fields, low-key. You know, like, it's a complimentary football team right here. And a complimentary football team is always a dangerous football team because they're always going to be in the game. And so um, I think the Bears go out here tomorrow, man, and they get some turnovers on Aaron Rodgers. Um, I think Randall Cobb is a big factor here, but I think somebody – forces him to be at bay. He's always been our killer a lot, man, over the past years. Not to mention, of course, with Devontae Adams. But um, I think the Bears secondary show up tomorrow, bro, and they come ready to play. I think Brokon Smith get a pick tomorrow. Low-key, man, he's having the defensive player of the year. Um, <laughs> I don't know if the people have been noticing, man, but the Bears get them linebackers right. And so um, I think he has a big day tomorrow, too, bro. I think the Bears go out tomorrow. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I think they pull out an upset. I really do. I got the Bears. I, I can see it. I mean, and then not not to mention, Khalil Mack has been playing all pro. Like, Robert yes, Quinn has. has been, has been playing like. It out. Yep. And then Robert Quinn has been playing like, you know, the, the piece that we've been needing the whole time on the other side of the ball this year. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I'll do it. We got it. We we have a real chance. I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Both of us going with the Bears. Um, all right. Vikings at the Panthers. Um, the Panthers stock is uh plumbing, you know, lately, man. And um CMC is not back. Um he's not playing again. And so um, who you got between the Vikings and the Panthers? Look, we all know the Vikings lost that game last week. We 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 know that. Mm-hmm. They won though, but we know they they lost in my head. I look like the Vikings still terrible to me. I know they have playmakers. I understand Dalvin Cook is back. I I get that, but I I I look. I can't. I feel like the Panthers are a better overall team. I I do. I I feel like last week I think Philly just came in and maybe punched them in the mouth unexpectedly. I didn't expect that at all. But look, look, I'm 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 taking the Panthers, man. I'm taking the Panthers. They they have invested so much this season to to being a winning team, making trades for corners, made two trades for corners. Um, their defense is actually pretty good. I I, I don't I don't see uh, empty calorie cousins doing anything tomorrow, so I'm taking the Panthers. <laughs> I know um, you like the Vikings. Yes, how you know, man. Um, the reason why is because I think this Vikings team is a lot better than what people think. Um, they additionally 
you know, know how to control the ball as well. I think Dalvin Cook, man, comes out, you know, and Kirk Cousins tomorrow playing a fantastic game against a young Panthers team who right now, Jamar, right, I don't know if um Stefan Gilmore comes back this week. He's coming Not back yet. week seven, I believe, right? Yep, next week. So yep. I think that's important here. Um, You know, I think Justin Jefferson go out and have a big game as well. The Panthers, man, I think are overrated, Jamar. That's just me. Um, They play against the Texans and, um, you know, at times even had the Texans in the game, you know, with Davis Mills. Like, really? Um, They've lost two in a row. They don't have CMC. Sam Darnold has kind of been humbled again. Um, His play, um, although he played great week five, um, well, week four, week five, it was terrible against the Eagles. Um, and the Eagles are not a good football team. And losing to the Eagles at home um, is not good. And so I think they lose to the Vikings at home, too. Um, if they lose to the Vikings at home, then I'm really beginning to think, like, yeah, the Panthers are who we thought they were. And so I'm going to go with the Vikings, no matter. I think the Vikings are a better overall football team. Fair enough. All right, bro. Cardinals at the Browns. This is a hard one. It is. So just to let you know, Nick, Nicholas Chubb is out. This is the Kareem Hunt show. Mm, um, this, this is tough. Cleveland is favorite too, and I can see why. Uh, I don't. I. I'm, I'm picking the Browns. I'm picking the Browns. I'm on the fence. I'm really on the fence here, but I'm just taking the home team. Yeah, man, this is interesting, isn't it? Um, Cardinals got weapons, man. I'm going to go with the Cardinals, bro. And it's sad to see because the Browns are a good team. But the problem with the Browns is their secondary is kind of a bit bad too, right, Jamar? Like – and all I'm thinking about, man, is the weapons that Arizona got, you know, not to mention, I don't know if Zach Ertz is suiting up tomorrow, but that's another no. weapon you got. Not tomorrow, right? No, he, no, he, he just played. There's no way. Okay. Right. And so, um, oh, okay. Yeah. He just played Thursday. Right. You're right. Thank you for that. And so like, yeah, man, the Cardinals, regardless of the fact that we know got weapons, man, I mean, Christian Kirk and, you know, these are just unnamed guys, along with A.J. Green. And it's another receiver I'm, I'm, I'm not naming, but he's a fantastic player. Yes. And so, like, these weapons in uh, Arizona, man, you know, that's not even mentioned, you know, Mr. Hopkins. So, I think the Browns receivers, man, go out and have a field day. Uh, but on the other end, I think the Browns go out and put up points too, man. And so – um. This is a toss-up game. I totally can see Cleveland winning this one. But I think uh, the, the Cardinals, man, with all the weapons they got, I think they pull this one out. The Raiders at the Broncos. Two teams trending down. Oof. Oof. You know, I didn't expect us to dominate the Raiders like we did last week. I expect them to, you know, at least score a touchdown. They didn't even do that. So we got our revenge there. Um, this is on. a hard week, bro. It is. I Broncos in Mile High. I can't. Okay, so 
here, here's like this is it for me. I cannot imagine Derek Carr going into Mal High against that secondary and you know light it up or do anything like really positive for them to win this game. That's 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 the kicker for me. I'm I'm taking the Broncos. Mm. Yeah, man. Um after what happened this week with the Raiders, um, and them having a special teams assistant as their head coach. Um, I'm pretty sure he's very capable, right? They wouldn't have put him there if he wasn't. Right. Um, but the Broncos are healthy. They are really not having any issues. They're in mile high. Um, I'm going to go with the Broncos. But it would be a fantastic story, Jamar. Um, if John Gruden is ousted, then the Raiders come out and pull a, you know, a victory out, you know, a last-second field goal to some to win that game. That would be fantastic to see. It would so, be. Um, It'd be nice to see, but uh, for a pick's sake, I'm going to go with the Broncos because, you know, they seem to be the overall better team at this point. Um, Cowboys at the Patriots. I mean, New England, it's like, like you would think they, they should be better than what they are, just a little bit, right? Just a little right. bit better than what they're playing like. Look, I, I like, I, look, I respect Bill Belichick. I, I respect that organization to a certain to a certain degree, but dude, the way Dallas is playing on both sides of the ball, the way that Trayvon Diggs is playing, six interceptions in five games and one in each game, the way that Micah Parsons is playing. Mm-hmm. You got a second year and a rookie come in and just, you know, make instant impact. And the way that offense is just annihilating teams, I mean, they might arguably might be the best team in the NFC. You can make an argument for that for real. Uh, yeah, I at this point, I can't pick against the Cowboys, especially in this manner. New England, at New England or not, I'm picking the Cowboys. Yeah, man, I'm going to roll with you. I'm, I'm going to go with the Cowboys as well. Um, Patriots will give them, a, I think, a few fits, right? I mean, you know, it's the Patriots it won't be right. at home. So he will find ways to neutralize these guys to a certain extent. But, um, you know, too many weapons in Dallas, too much explosion. I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Um, Seahawks at the Steelers. This is an interesting one. Um, but, you know, one, one quarterback's healthy. At least he appears to be, although he's older. And then one quarterback as a backup. Um, who you got, Jamar? So who, who who's the quarterback for for the Seahawks? Uh, Geno Smith, right? Gino, oh, Geno, Geno. I'm picking the Steelers. I'm picking the Steelers. I'm going <laughs> <laughs> I'm to I'm go with the Steelers too, man. Um, you know, if Geno Smith come out and have a good game and win tomorrow, man, it'd be interesting. And then it's going to be really some- yeah. It's going to be That's some big alarms in Pittsburgh. Big time. I expect a big Najee Harris game and a big Chase Poole and Deontay Johnson game. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the Steelers are um, figuring things out, maybe, you know. But um, mm-hmm. they have to win this one tomorrow. They got to. So um, I'm going to go with the Steelers at home. The Bills at the Titans, man. The Titans. Maybe they're a little overrated, Jamal. I don't know. I mean, Julio Jones is back. They got A.J. Brown back last week. 
So they finally got their their three monsters back all together again. All right. Um, this is hard. If, if they is. got both of those guys back, this is like a playoff game, damn man. It has the atmosphere. Those two teams played again last year. And I think it was either Monday or Tuesday game. It was like a primetime game. Yeah, I remember that per- game. And that's when Josh Norman, you know, went flying out of bounds. So, you know. Um, right. Yeah, that's when that, that classic stiff arm. Right. And I think the Titans won that game. I yeah, think. they did. They okay. did. Uh, I'm picking the Bills. I'm picking mm-hmm. the Bills. I, I like right now, like, I'm not going against Bills Mafia. I like everything that we said about them, you know, about 20 minutes ago. I mean, it's true. I mean, they are playing lights out on both sides of the ball. And it's like no disrespect to, to that man, Derrick Henry, and, and them boys. But I mean, Josh Allen and that crew is a different animal right now. So, yeah, Bills, Bills Mafia for me. Yeah, man, it's a tough pick, man. This is a tough pick because I, I got I had high expectations for um, our guys in Tennessee, man. But, and, and I still um, do, but I, I yeah, I still do too. I just think they're running up against the Bills Mafia, man. And so um, the Bills, though, I'm gonna give them a special, special shout out, man. If they go back to back weeks, Shamar to Kansas City, take care of them, and then to another people you know, team that we viewed as a contender in Tennessee and go to Tennessee and take care of them. And so, um, but great defense travels, man. And so big eyes on this one. They were smart to make this a Monday night game um, so everybody can watch it. And so um, I'm going to definitely be looking forward to this one. But I'm going to go with the Bills Mafia, man. Too much um, too much on that team right now um, to pick against them at this moment. They're my number one ranked team in the NFL for a reason. So and they're Jamar's number two ranked team in the NFL for a reason. And so um, I think the Bills are playing better football right now. The Titans, I think Jamar's still figuring things out. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. So those include our picks world. Uh, Jamar, let's uh, quickly talk about baseball. So we got four teams currently. Um, Left, we got the ALCS, that's American League Championship Series, and the National League Championship Series. Um, me, you, Chris, um, even Jonathan, we knew that the Giants and Dodgers were both great teams. Shout out to that series, bro. That was a fantastic series. Came down to a last-minute, very debatable call that people still going crazy over. Um, and the Dodgers pulled out um, – the miraculous, but they're the Dodgers, man. And, and they've been in those moments, you feel me, like plenty of times. And so they came out with the victory. Their playoff experience definitely paid off. Um, and so right now, man, we got um, three returning teams back to the um, AL and uh, NLCS. So if I don't know if you remember, Jamar, the Braves and the Dodgers were in the NLCS last year. You picked the Braves, remember? The Braves were up 3-1. Everybody thought they were going to the World Series. But the Dodgers came back as the Cardiac Kids, came back, beat the, um, the Braves 4-3, and then went on to kind of just beat up on the Rays in the World Series. Um, last night was a fantastic game one, bro. Red Sox led most of the game. Um, 
and kind of was looking like that wild card team, right? Like, okay, we get another wild card possibly that could come out with this thing. Um, but the, the, the Astros had a strong, strong eighth and ninth inning and pulled out a late game victory. Um, so I just want to get your picks, bro. Who do you got for the ALCS? Who, or who do you got to represent the AL? Who do you got to represent the NL in the World Series this season? Uh, as far as the AL, I'm picking the Astros. I'm picking the Astros because I really felt like whoever won that series between us and them probably going to the World Series. And the way the Astros are playing right now is just – they're tough. That they're is, tough. They're – even without them cheating, which we suspect that they're not cheating right now, they 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 are really tough. The lineup is solid, top to bottom. Pitching mm-hmm. is really good. That's where they really like had the advantage over us. I really felt like, and Dusty Baker. I mean, he's doing his thing. So yep. I I think the Astros beat the Red Sox. <sighs> On the other side of the ball. Um, My my heart is saying the Braves. My head is saying the Dodgers. Are, you know, it's kind of hard to go against the Dodgers. And they, yeah. it, it's it's finally like you know for years and years until last year. It's like when are the Dodgers ever going to put it all together? It's it's been that way for for some time now, and it seemed like they have, and they just you know really together. Um. Uh, so. I'm gonna go with my my head instead of my heart here. It's probably gonna be Astros and Dodgers for sure. Astros Dodgers World Series. I, I you know Jamar can see that man. Um, we'll see how uh, Game Two go with that series, but um, and I'm talking in regards to Astros and Red Sox, but I'm gonna go with the Astros as well. Um, as you know, Jamar, this is um, the Astros' fifth straight trip trip to the American League Championship Series. Excellence. They they've been excellent, man. Um, the, the, the brothers Correa, um, you know, I mean, you know, <laughs> you know, I can't remember the little short guy's name, Alvarez, um, the pitching man, you know, they even without one of their top pitchers, McCullers, but, um, their pitching staff is so deep, you know, these guys got bats over in, uh, Houston, man, they can, they, they like to – I call them – they put up a lot of buckets, okay? They put up a lot of buckets, man, um, which means runs. And um, how about this, Jamar? Would that be fantastic, bro, to see two black managers in the World Series? Not that we haven't had that before, um, but I don't know if we've ever had that in recent memory, right? I don't know mm. if it's ever been a case. Has it? Maybe you can do a fact check on that, Jamar. But, um, you know, I know we had um, the brother last year to win the World Series with the Dodgers. Um, I remember the guy from Texas coming up real close with the um, Rangers years ago, various times. He went back-to-back World Series. But um, this will be fantastic to see if it happens. Um, Dave Roberts and the Dodgers, I think they are – you know, of course, one of the best teams in baseball. It was between them and the Giants, in my opinion. Um, and so to get past the Giants the way they did, um, I don't think they look back. Um, and I think the Braves do give them a long series. Um, I think it is a long – I think both of these are long series, bro. 
Um, it won't come easy for the winner of these series, but I'm gonna go with, um, you know, I'm gonna go with uh, the Astros and the um, Dodgers. Although I know once things get to Boston, it will get really rowdy and it'll get really tough for the Astros. Um, on the other hand, you know, the Braves and the Dodgers, man, that's a back and forth, I think. And so, but I'm going to go with the Dodgers, man. They've been the best team in baseball all year. Um, so I'm going to roll with you, man. I'm going to go with the Dodgers and the uh, Astros of the World Series. Gotcha. All right. The Kyrie Irving situation, man. His refusal to take the vaccine. So just quickly, bro, do you respect his stance? And are the Brooklyn Nets still NBA title favorites without? I mean, I I get where he's coming from. I, I do. It's like it's his belief. I, I I respect his belief in what he like. You know what he believes in. Like any person should stand on what they believe in, right? I, I get that. Um, you know, you know the flip side to that is well. You're not being a good teammate because all you know, all your teammates make the sacrifice. How come you can't type this? Right. But here's the thing that that's I feel like that's being overlooked, and and I so he's not the only one, the only star that's in this same boat. Mm-hmm. But the reason why we are highlighting him because of the state and their laws. That's forbidding him to 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 do so in new york because if i'm not mistaken bradley bill he is not taking a vaccine but in dc they don't have that same mandate so it's like yeah, there's gonna be other instances where pretty soon the wizards is gonna go go to brooklyn and play and both them stars are not gonna be able to play at this rate and then we're going to be talking about that as well. and going to be blown up all over ESPN and everything else. Mm-hmm. So just, just, I mean, I get it, but let's, you know, you know, add more to this than just the Kyrie. Cause, cause Kyrie's playing for Brooklyn and their title contender. That's, that's just what it is. That's why. Right. So he'll figure it out on his own terms. He went on IG live and said, he's not against, he's not anti-vaccine. It's just more so his belief. So that gives you the notion that he will eventually probably get the vaccine and join his team at some point. Um, And without Kyrie on the floor, I know they are not title favorites. Can they still get out the East? Sure. Kevin Durant and James Harden and everybody else that you got. Yeah. You can still get out the East. I just can't see them beating the Lakers without Kyrie Irving right now, currently constructed. But, but yeah, I guess that's that. That's my take on it, bro. Yeah, um, man, I don't know if they get out the East, bro. I don't know if they get past Milwaukee. Um, and with you know Harden and KD, um, they're fantastic, man. But one thing I worry about with Harden is his health in the playoffs, things in that nature, man. And his body breaks down, as we know, Jamar quite often. Um, I think the Bulls will give them a run for their money, bro. <laughs> that might sound crazy. I, I think uh, the Bucks would definitely give them a run for their money. Um, you know, Philly, I don't know what Philly would do um, without Ben Simmons. We'll see how things turn out with Philly. Um, another team, bro, I think a lot of people sleep on is the Atlanta Hawks. And so um, I think the Atlanta Hawks will give him a run too. 
Um, that definitely went two games, and, and, and from there it could be questionable what else will happen. Um, but they won't get rid of the Hawks no more than six games. And so um, it's just very self-centered for me for, you know, Kyrie Irving. I think he's a very self-centered individual. Um, he's disturbing that team. He's disturbing the franchise. Um, so, I mean, I feel Steve Nash, man, and just removing him from the organization right now, you know, just keeping him away. You feel me? Like, like keeping him away because at times Kyrie can be a big distraction to a whole purpose. He kind of just makes it about himself a lot, you know, and that ain't necessarily good for a team. And so, um, I don't like the move, man. I think it's bad time and I think it's bad on Kyrie Irving, but it's Kyrie Irving and he's going to do Kyrie Irving things. Um, and so when it comes to being NBA title favorites, I don't know, man, if they NBA title favorites anymore. Um, a lot of people feel like they still can make it out the East. Um, you know, and that's understandable. Definitely. If you got those two superstars, um, especially if they're both healthy, it makes total sense. Um, but I don't know, man, if they can get past the Western conference and by that time, if they, you know, get out of the East, bro, they're going to be banged up Jamar. They don't going to be done dealt with a long series. And, um, from there, I think the West, whoever it might be, might feast on them for that exact reason. And so um, we know that happens in basketball quite often. Ask the Phoenix Mercury right now. <laughs> and so, um, <laughs> yeah, man, speaking of the WNBA, uh, the Chicago Sky are now in the midst of a heated battle in the WNBA finals. And so, Jamar, let's, um, if we could, bro, if we could do a snippet on this, um, yeah. because game four is tomorrow. Um, I feel like the refs helped Phoenix a game too, but that's just me. I felt like we could have swept them. Um, but last night the sky showed out, bro. Um, Chicago showed out. Jesse Jackson, Chance the Rapper, uh, various uh, you know, celebrities um at the game, man. Um, the the environment was fantastic. You know, if no, if, I don't know if you ever been to a Chicago Sky game, bro, but um Chicago fans show up at every stadium, right? They're gonna show up everywhere. And right. so, like, um, they showed up yesterday at the Sky, man, and uh, the environment was just off the chain. Various people I knew was at the game, you know, taking pictures and stuff. And so you could see the stadium just lit. Sold out, bro. Games three and four. Uh, yeah. um, I think this is, in history, their first two sold-out franchise games, which is big for the WNBA, big for the Chicago Sky to see, you know, thousands and thousands of fans um, it ain't even no empty seats at the game. You feel me? Like, this is fantastic, man. And so Chicago, as we know, is a tremendous home advantage. And that's with any team. You come to Chicago, whether it's the Bears, the Bulls, whatever, it's hard to win in Chicago. Um, and so the Sky, man, the way they blew them out 86 to 50 yesterday. Um, just quickly, man, give me your thoughts. And what do the Sky have to do in order to get that championship tomorrow and turn out for the city? I mean, I'm. how you felt about game two? I felt the same way. I watched that. I, I felt they was cheated game two. It, I felt the referees – I felt the referees helped them. And Phoenix, cool. like they were doing them favors. Diana Tarasha should have got ejected, by the way. Like, if Candace Parker or anybody of color would have pushed the referee, you know what I'm saying? Like right. they would have got ejected, 
But somehow Diana Taurasi just got away with it. And I'm just sitting there like, come on now. Like, that seems like some white privilege stuff. Um, like, I, like, I understand that she's, you know, considered the GOAT in that uh, survey and stuff. I mean, now, she is so, the truth. We know that. Yes, yes. I feel like I've been growing up on Diana Taurasi and she's still playing. Like, it's, it's crazy. But, bro, like, minus that game, like, I, like our team, I feel like is dominant. Is, is the more dominant team. And mm-hmm. we played our pace in game three. We are up and down team. We like mm-hmm. push, push the ball. And as long as, you know, everybody do what they're supposed to do. I mean, I don't see Phoenix winning this series. I really don't. Mm-hmm. The perfect storm of Candace Parker coming home, being the, 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 the final piece to the puzzle mm-hmm. with that, with them being in the finals and the sold out, you know, arenas, like, when I saw that headline, I'm like, I know that's never happened before without even looking it up. Like, that's mm-hmm. incredible, and it, it's just a perfect storm finally in Chicago's favor for something, right? Yeah, I'm telling you, man. It's crazy. Team, team is deep. Team is, like, loaded, versatile. Like, Eagles checked at the door. They they playing for each other, and they, yeah. like, and they making a giving a tough time to – uh to, to Griner and Tarasi out there. Diggins doing her thing, but even still, like, we we out there balling, and I love it. I think they wrapped it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, on the one hand, for me, bro, I think Griner, no, they haven't been able to stop her, bro. She's She's got her points for sure. Game two, she was a big difference, and Diana Tarasi, too. They big three showed up big on um, game two. You got to give it to them, no, even though the, the Scots did still won the game to the referees. <laughs> Right, but what I'm saying is like, like Griner gets her points, but it's they're making it more difficult for her. Mm-hmm. Like she's not getting the easy basket. I seen her get easily over other teams. Tarasi started off cold and just caught fire towards the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, game two. And, and, and so that's a that's these are good points, man. Game three yesterday, Tarasi was cold. Five points again. Um, I'm really worried for. Her legs, bro. I think the sky are too fast for them. You feel me? Like they just move down the court too much. They're too much to handle, you know, on the defensive end. Kalea right. Cooper, man, when she gets the rock, bro, I think she'll be finals MVP. They win tomorrow. Like she gets her head of steam and it's no stopping her. And she's a little bitty person compared to Brittany Griner or whomever she's in the hole with. But she get that secondary rebound, she's scoring on you regardless. Like, it don't matter if it's Brittany Griner or whomever. And if not, she's going to get fouled. Like, the sky, Ali Quigley, man, her three-point shooting is just tremendous, man, bro. Man. Um, you know, A limited clip. Dana Evans showed up yesterday. Gary, Indiana girl. You know, like, local girl showing up yesterday. Um I mean, so many weapons for the sky, man. Diamond DeShields putting up 15 yesterday. Um, you know, Courtney Vandersloot doing her usual. You know, Candace Parker putting up her usually double-double. You know, she's always going to double-double, you know. Um, and she paid a relatively pedestrian game yesterday. Um, you brought up debt, man. That's the thing. I think the sky got too much debt. Um, the Phoenix Mercury, their legs... I don't think they have the legs right now to keep up with the sky um, too much to uh, keep up with. Um, you can tell that they're burnt out. And so um, I think Candace Parker, man, um, you know, uh, somehow I think she smells blood, bro. Like 
she was kind of looking like Kobe a lot yesterday, like in her face, like looking real angry, like, let's go ahead and let's finish this off. You know, like she didn't smile after the game or do much. She just kind of walked off and was like, okay, we up two one, you know, right. we got a chance right here though, to do this on Sunday in front of the city. Um, she also mentioned she was 0-2 um, and closed out games in the WNBA Finals in Game 4. And so um, she stated that let's not lose this one tomorrow. And so um, I know me and you both know the Mercury will come out. Yeah. It will come out lights out. Diana Taurasi, if you ever look at Steph Curry, you look at Diana Taurasi, okay? And so – we always like comparing the podcast here, WNBA players to NBA players. You look at Diana Taurasi, you look at Steph Curry. Um, she can get hot at any moment and change your game, ladies and gentlemen. That's just who she is. Um, but if she doesn't have her legs, bro, and the sky continue to put pressure on her on the offensive end of the floor, make her get some fouls, um, you push Brittany Ground further out, don't let her get too into her spots in the you know square, get her near the free throw and stuff. These are all recipes for success. And then you do your part on the offensive end. And so um, I'm agreeing with you, man. I think the sky too much right now. And um, I think the sky um, smell blood here. At least they should. And I think, and I'm hoping that they take care of business tomorrow I, in game four. I, I think so, man. We got a team full of killers. <laughs> I think yeah. so. It's, it's a lot to deal with. You know, and I'm happy to see that that's us. You know, that's Chicago Scott. Like, that's our team, the team that everybody's scared to play. Um, Phoenix knew coming into the series that they was going to have a lot to deal with. They knew that. They knew that. And so we knew that, too. And so we always been saying this whole season, Jamar, that when Candace Parker play, they are a different team, very different team. And generally, when she played, they beat all the good teams. They beat everybody. You know, they were one of the best teams when she played this season. 12 and 4 were on the floor this season. And so she was just saving herself for the playoffs, Jamar. That's what it looked like to me, bro. Yeah. So it feels like it. Yep. And so with that being said, world, that concludes our conversation for this morning on October 16th, 2021. Um, just also an FYI that the 2021 NBA season starts uh this week on October 19th. Um, that is Tuesday. Although, of course, Jamar, me and you know that most people, include myself and the NBA players, don't start paying attention until Christmas. Um, lastly, as well, there's a Delta variant from COVID, y'all. So still, please be careful. Um, hospitalization, some cases are still on the rise, so just be careful. Um, and shout out to the supporters of the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast. We appreciate you. Your love and support is truly appreciated, and we want to take this time to thank you. And we appreciate uh, the various individuals um, that chopped it up with us this morning. So peace to you all. Um, Jamar, any final thoughts or shout-outs, brother, as we head into the weekend? Um, I know you I know you mentioned, and, you know, for the most part, it's true as far as, you know, the, the NBA doesn't really get going to Christmas-type deal. But I, I am really excited for our Bulls team, and I'm mm. going to be – I watched last night's game until the, until the sky came on. Um, look, I'm excited. I'm, like, really excited. And season kicks off Tuesday at Detroit. And then our home openers against the Pelicans, I think, uh, next Friday. So, 
Look, I, I see us coming out the gate, winning at least the first five or six in a row. Schedule's made for it. I think this team handles business. Is going to – we know in Chicago what we got. The world about to find out. Mm. Yes. All right. With that being said, um, be on the lookout for the Bulls, y'all. We know what the Bulls got. For sure we do. So with that being said, we appreciate you all uh, chopping it up with us this morning. Have a great weekend, and thanks to you all. Peace. Deuces.